Hi, I'm David. And I'm Aaron. And this is The Travel Bros. So in today's episode about the prettiest beaches in different U.S. states, we have a brief message from our sponsor, Podscribe. So our sponsor for today is Podscribe. Podscribe makes it easy to transcribe any of your podcast episodes. So if you want to have your podcast transcribed, Podscribe is for you. They have made it so easy for us, and we actually get an email within 30 minutes of uploading our podcast episode, which is incredible, with our entire transcription. The easiest way to find our official Podscribe page is to go onto our official page, thetravelbrospodcast.com, and under sidebar widgets, there's a link. So Podscribe can also embed the transcript on your website. If you have a podcast or you'd like to start one, we would highly encourage you to use Podscribe. So this is very, very important. If you say that you came from the Travel Bros and sign on for a whole year, you will receive your entire backlog transcribed. Do not miss out on this once-in-a-lifetime deal. Say you came from the Travel Bros and you will thank us later. You can check out Podscribe's website simply by typing podscribe.ai. So thank you so much, Podscribe, for helping us with our transcript. So Aaron, would you like to start off with our fun fact for today? Absolutely. So one of the prettiest beaches in the United States is called Coronado Beach. Coronado Beach is located in California and has some of the bluest waters and smoothest sand beaches in the world. Now, David, I have a question. Would you rather have pretty sand and smooth sand or would you rather have the bluer waters at a beach? You know, Aaron, that's a really good question because, you know, in my opinion, those are the two most important things about a beach. Again, in my opinion, I think that pretty water and good sand makes are the two things that really makes a beach good. So it's a really hard one, but I would definitely choose, actually, I would definitely choose the blue water because I think that the blue water and the watercolor is, in my opinion, the most important thing about a beach of all time. What about you? Would you choose the water like me or would you choose the sand? I will actually agree with you in this circumstance because even though both of them, as you said, are very important, I would rather have bluer waters because I just like the feeling of having really clear, nice waters while I'm swimming, canoeing, or et cetera in, at the beach, and it's just really nice and relaxing if the water is clear. Yeah, I agree. I, I definitely agree with you. So how about we just jump right into the episode today? And by the way, before we get too far into it, I'm just going to mention, like our previous episodes in season two, we are going each to be naming three states. And with those three states, we'll be naming two destinations in each one. And so these two destinations that we'll be naming are not the only beaches that are in these states. They're just the top two that we choose. So let's start off with Chatham, Massachusetts. So Chatham, Massachusetts has the most beautiful harbor in the United States. Generally, the North Atlantic Ocean has fairly rough conditions that are often too difficult to swim in, but in Chatham, it is always perfect. At the Chatham beaches, not only can you swim without having to worry about riptide or waves, you won't have to worry about sharks either. If you go at the right time, you can see animals on many islands that appear when the tide is low. Another really pretty beach in Massachusetts is at Nantucket. This island is really, really cool and has a variety of beaches with perfect surfing conditions. If you travel to Nantucket, there will be a variety of multi-million dollar yachts and boats waiting for you. So David and I actually saw one of the largest mega yachts in the world called Scout. Look it up on Google because it's humongous. So David, what did you think about Nantucket's yachts and beaches? 
you know, I absolutely loved it. As you know, Aaron, uh, you and me especially love, love, love cruises and yachts and beaches, all that type of stuff. So Tide, again, there were a lot, a lot, a lot of other amazing things in Nantucket, but I would say Tide for first place was, as you said, to see all the boats and yachts. And Aaron and I were fortunate enough to have a once in a lifetime experience of not only seeing those yachts, but talking to one of the yacht kind of managers, owners, not of Scout, that would have been impossible, but of a smaller, but really, really nice yacht. And yeah. Aaron, Aaron is right, like 100%. Look it up, look up Scout, S-C-O-U-T, as you guys know, Scout Yacht. It's a mega yacht. I believe it's worth 500 million dollars and it's it's honestly crazy and you know i just think it's amazing yeah so um, david i especially remember that at nantucket they have those yacht harbors that are really cool because you can just walk onto it anybody can and then there are like i'd say a hundred yachts that are just waiting right there and you can see them all and a lot of maintenance workers were working on it and we actually so as you said we got to talk to one of the either maintenance workers or managers of the smaller yacht that we saw but it was still really cool still and, really nice mm-hmm. too yeah and we asked him how much it was he said it was like five million dollars which is still a ton of money but yeah it that entire experience for me was really cool but david can you tell us a little bit about the beaches in rhode island yeah so now we're going to talk about rhode island so now even though the state is tiny they have some really really awesome beaches that you can go and visit so the first beach we're going to be talking about is the goosewing beach in little compton so this beach is actually under protection by the nature conservancy and has grassy dunes which make the beach even prettier so this is a really good place to sit relax and enjoy the sunset so the second beach we're going to be talking about in rhode island is east east beach in watch hill so according to town and country this beach is the best for star spotting it has an old and windy beach but it's really nice also many teens come to this beach and catch waves i love to go to the beach and both of these beaches seem very nice so my question to you aaron is which beach would you rather go to a kind of nice small kind of beach that's protected by the nature conservancy Or would you rather go to a beach that has a lot of kind of teenagers kind of catching waves and old kind of, kind of beach? Which one would you rather go to? Well, honestly, David, I would rather go to um, Goosewing Beach because it's smaller and more relaxing. And even though my answer in the last episode for when you asked me if I liked a larger, more crowded airport that was more modern or a smaller, less crowded airport that was a little older, I definitely, with airports, I have a very different opinion. And I think I'd rather go with the crowds and a nicer airport. But with like a smaller area on a vacation with less people, it's more appealing to me. And honestly, I really like that type of setup. So David, the first speech that you mentioned is the one that I would prefer. What about you? What would you choose? I would also prefer the first beach for the same reason. I I don't think, I think crowds are terrible for a beach. I think that's, in my opinion, one of the worst things about a beach. And I think you should try to find a beach as empty or has as little crowds as possible because that is what makes the beach the most desirable. So Aaron, the next beach that you're going to be talking about is really cool. It actually has to do with uh, the show Outer Banks on Netflix. Can you explain that a little bit? Because I know a lot of our listeners have probably watched Outer Banks. I have not. But tell us how it actually connects. So for those of you who love Netflix and beaches, you will love what I'm about to say. In North Carolina, you can find the Outer Banks Beach. Not only is this location famous for the, from the show, but Outer Banks is also known for its super diverse neighborhoods. 
The Outer Banks also has great fishing spots with sunsets you can't beat. Another really cool beach in North Carolina is called Carolina Beach. This beach is very very similar to Chatham, Massachusetts because of how small the landform because of how a small landform sticks out of the water to make a harbor-like area. At, Cal- at Carolina Beach, they also have a yearly carnival with lots of games, rides, and food. Even though technically there's more to do at Carolina Beach, I would still rather go to the Outer Banks since the Netflix original was filmed there. David, I mean, have before like we did the podcast episode and all of that. Have you heard of Outer Banks? Of course I've heard of Outer Banks because it's one of the most popular shows on Netflix right now. Um, I've actually not seen it. I've heard pretty good things about it. I've heard it's pretty good. I have not seen Outer Banks. Have you? Well, I actually have seen Outer Banks. And if you have, if any of y'all listening right now have not seen it, I 100% recommend it. It's one of the better shows that have ever been released to Netflix, along with several others that they've released this quarantine, which y'all should definitely check out. But Outer Banks is a fantastic show that honestly, anybody with any type of, you know, genre feel like you can, if you're really like, you know, like drama, if you like romance, if you like action, comedy, all of those things are in Outer Banks. So it's really for everybody. Um, And David, I mean, are you going to end up watching it after this? Probably. I mean, we're doing a podcast episode with the, whole, with the whole beach that was filmed in Outer Banks. So, you know, probably. Would you recommend it to me? I would absolutely recommend it. As I said before, it's amazing and it's for everybody. So, David, can you tell us a little about the beaches in Georgia? Yeah, so the first beach that we're going to be talking about in Georgia is called Tybee Island, located in Chatham County, which is really funny because Aaron spoke about a different Chatham that we went to last summer, which is pretty funny. So something crazy about this beach is that pirates used to visit Tybee Island all the time. This beach also has very smooth sand, and many families spend the holidays on this beach. This beach is also known as Savannah Beach because it's very close to a town named Savannah. Therefore, this is also an amazing beach for bird watchers because it's near a town. And don't forget, some endangered turtles actually live here, which is incredible. Endangered species actually live on this beach. Um, the second beach in Georgia that we're going to be talking about is the Driftwood Beach. Now, this beach is famous because there's so much driftwood in this area. Now, this beach is a close walk from Jekyll Island and has so many different trees in the area. This is a very popular place for vacationers all year round, and this beach also has repeatedly been voted one of America's top 10 romantic beaches. Now, Aaron, forget about the whole romantic. If you just totally forget the word romantic, I've seen pictures of this beach um, and it looks so, Driftwood Beach, and it looks so nice and so luxurious. Would you want to go there? Honestly, David, I would. I am a huge fan of, you know, like luxury resorts and all of that type of thing. And the, you know, the sense that it's a really cool luxury high-end place that has a super nice beach with the some of the bluest waters you can find is really appealing to me and I think it's also appealing to a lot of other consumers in the travel industry and so I definitely to answer your question yes I would want to go there would you want to go there yeah and I'm actually first of all of course I would want to go there and I'm actually looking it up Driftwood Beach right now has over 2300 reviews with a 4.8 star rating It looks so gorgeous. And even though I don't believe, I might be wrong, I don't believe there's an actual resort 
on this beach. It is such a luxurious beach, and it just looks really nice, Erin. Yeah, that seems awesome. But David, the first beach you were talking about, um, how it actually has like endangered species of like turtles and stuff like that, that was really interesting to me. Um, And honestly, I would rather go to the first beach you talked about because of the like, I really am interested in like seeing like a bunch of cool things, like cool animals before they actually completely go extinct. Hopefully that won't happen. But, you know, you never want to lose your opportunity while you have it. And that's why I haven't gone, but I would really like to go to the Galapagos Islands because I know they have a bunch of endangered species on that island of all different types of animals. So and you would rather go to the first beach? I would rather go to the first beach. I would rather go to the first beach because of the animals on the, um, at the beach. That's really interesting. But David, the most unique beach that we'll talk about this entire episode, the ant beaches that we'll talk about this episode, are actually in our next topic, so Wisconsin. So the reason that this is so different is because Wisconsin is not at the ocean, but it is connected to the Great Lakes. Milwaukee has some of, some of the prettiest beaches where you can go fishing, swimming, boating, or even ice fishing in the winter. This lake is very cold and dangerous to swim in if it is not summertime. So make sure you don't go during the snow season. Another really interesting beach in Wisconsin is Wisconsin Dells. So Wisconsin Dells has a variety of sand and rock formations that will uh, that appear or that appear really cool and they're very appealing to cliff divers. So it's really interesting to see how those natural formations can attract all these different types of crowds. So the rock formations can also be really fun to swim under because oftentimes there are fish that like to hang out in the dark areas of the water. Similar to the Milwaukee Beach, Wisconsin Dell has some of the best fishing spots and it also has some of the best ice fishing spots in the wintertime. Only the bravest of the bravest will jump into the frigid water into the frigid water to swim though. David, would you swim into these lakes since they are so cold? I probably, uh, that's a good question. I don't know, would you? I mean, it really depends on the temperature. If it's really cold, probably not. But if it's pretty cold, like, I don't know, in the high 40, you know, actually, Aaron, I can't even answer that. Probably not because it's really, really cold. Would you? I mean, honestly, I think it's for the biggest out of the biggest daredevils who want to, you know, swim in this water. But it depends, you know, as you said, it just depends the temperature. And I think if it was maybe in the 50s, mid-50s, high 50s, I'd try it out in the summertime. But I definitely wouldn't try it out, obviously, anytime near winter or spring or fall, anytime there, because it would be very miserable. Um, I think the best time to probably swim there would be the end of the summer, because I think it would have the most time to warm up again. But to answer your question, David, I, I really don't know either. I mean... It depends, as I said before, all of this is circumstantial, and so we just have to see the temperature of the lake and the temperature of outside, because Wisconsin is a very cold place. Yeah. So, David, can you, talk, can you tell us a little about the beaches in South Carolina? Yeah, so the first beach that we're going to be talking about in South Carolina is called Hilton Head, and Hilton Head is really, really cool. It's about uh, 30 miles northeast of Savannah, Georgia. Here, something else that's really cool that you can actually do is they actually specialize, believe it or not, in recreational activities, which is really unique for a beach. 
Therefore, you can play sports there, such as golf and tennis. They also have many spas at the island slash beach so that many people will get to go somewhere luxurious also when they come here. So many people who are seeking somewhere luxury come to this beach. So this beach is a true gem that I would like to go to and visit one day. The last beach that we're going to be talking about in South Carolina is called Sullivan's Island. So Sullivan's Island is by far a top vacation spot for many, many people who live in Charleston. This amazing island has very pretty um, white sand beaches, which is one of the most important things, Aaron, as we talked about at the beginning for a beach. Mm -hmm, and they sure. also have many, many water sports such as paddleboarding and kayaking. Also, this island was actually the inspiration for Edgar Allan Poe story, The Gold Bug, which we all learn about Edgar Allan Poe. I learned about it in seventh grade. Aaron, did you learn about Edgar Allan Poe? Actually, I have never heard of that. So You have not heard of Edgar Allan Poe? I have not. That's crazy, Aaron. He's like one of the most, you're going to learn about him if you haven't learned about him yet. Yeah, well, I've, honestly, I've never even heard that name before, but I've, I mean, do you know if the island had anything to do with, do you know when the island was named Sullivan's Island or not? No, I don't actually, but that's a good question. So guys, Aaron and I will not be able to make a podcast episode on Wednesday, unfortunately, because we are going to be out of town, but we look forward to making another podcast episode next weekend. So thank you guys for listening. Until next time.